Buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, whatever time it is that you're listening, and welcome to the very first episode of I'm Not Your Cool Girl. I am so incredibly excited to finally launch this podcast, and I just can't wait to see how it evolves and take you on this journey with me. For those that don't know me, hi, my name is Ivania. I am proudly from South Texas and Mexico. I am a Leo Sun, Cancer Rising, and Sagittarius Moon. I hope that can give you some clarity on whether you want to keep listening to me or not. But if you still choose to, thank you. Love you. <laughs> In my professional space, I am a digital marketing and social media specialist. But throughout my life, my passion has always been community organizing and social justice. Topics surrounding reproductive health education, intersectional feminism, and immigrant rights have become a great part of not just my daily life, but me as a person. And I think in today's political and social climate, most of us can maybe relate to that. This podcast will be dedicated to these conversations that I hold so close to my heart, along with some crazy life experiences, maybe a couple of guests, and a little bit of chisme. Now, let's take a deep breath together. And let's get started with our first episode. So for every episode of this podcast, I want to give at least one form of advice or just a take for you to consider. I wanted to start this podcast for more than three years now. And I guess the reason why I kept stopping myself is directly from my fear of rejection and my self-sabotaging thoughts. But I think now that I have some extra time on my hands and also a recent shift in my own personal empowerment journey, I decided to finally start going for the things I want and dream about. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Like launch that project, protest that bill, start that small business you've been thinking about. Even if you think it's almost impossible, literally be delusional. Literally be delusional. <laughs> like just go for it. I think life is truly too short to not just do the things that you want to do. And this concept is something that I'm still trying to embody for myself. It's not something that happens overnight. If you really want something, go ahead and do it. If there's anything that I can encourage you to do today, it's exactly that. So the name of this podcast, I'm Not Your Cool Girl, is directly related to the cool girl phenomenon and its relation to my feminism. The cool girl has been a popular cultural trope since the publication of the novel Gone Girl. You know that one movie where Ben Affleck is like a shitty husband. But it's also one of my favorite movies. The cool girl is a fictional societal character who is effortless, carefree, and just uninterested in anything traditionally associated with femininity. She is often portrayed as a sexually liberated woman who is not interested in a committed relationship and is way more interested in hanging out with men and 
drinking beer. And the cougar phenomenon has had a significant impact on feminism, particularly in how it has shaped the way women are expected to behave and present themselves in society. Women who exhibit cool girl traits are often praised for being one of the guys, which it just reinforces the idea that masculinity is the superior gender identity, as if distancing yourself from other women and femme presenting people and only hanging out with men, you will pretty much be chosen over other women, but also be respected to the same level that a man does. Along with that, the cool girl concept reinforces the notion that women should be sexually available to men at all times. And this creates a double standard where women who express their sexuality are often stigmatized and shamed, while men who do the exact same thing are literally celebrated. And this is where cool girl is completely hypocritical because cool girl is sexy, cool girl is DTF. Yet in the patriarchal society that we live in, if any woman has that sexual liberty, she is slut-shamed. Like, make it make sense. Literally, make it make sense. And I think the following is a key component of this phenomenon and why it impacts me so much. The cool girl also perpetuates the idea that women should suppress their emotions and not express their true feelings. If we speak up, we may come off as dramatic. But cool girl doesn't speak up because cool girl doesn't care. Especially in relationships, if your partner is doing something you feel uncomfortable with, women are oftentimes portrayed as being toxic or jealous or having boundaries, but not cool girl. Cool girl isn't jealous. Cool girl is not insecure. Cool girl doesn't have any boundaries in her relationship. This component continues to encourage the suppression of women's emotions. Women are often expected to be happy and carefree and laid back, which can be damaging to our mental health and well-being. It is essential to recognize that the cool girl is a fictional societal character created and dedicated for male consumption, and that Real women are multifaceted and complex individuals who should not have to conform to a specific stereotype. It also highlights the issue of performative femininity, where women may feel pressured to present themselves in a specific way just to conform to societal expectations. And this pressure can be damaging to women's self-esteem and can lead to mental health issues such as anxiety and depression. It is essential for liberation to challenge these expectations and simply celebrate women who break free from these stereotypes. Now, we have to be honest with ourselves. I'm sure that all of us have been in a position where we have changed or modified parts of our behaviors, personalities, and appearances to fulfill a man's expectation or fantasy of the perfect woman aka the cool girl. Even if you can't think of anything specific right now, we literally have all done this. It can be, for example, talking with a higher pitch when a boy talked to you in middle school, telling a man, I don't like to hang out with other girls, they're too dramatic, or drinking a beer to appear cooler even though you really want a fruity drink or a white claw. Like, 
When did White Claws become aka a girly drink? I don't understand it. My point is, whether we realize it or not, there's been at least one point in our lives where we wanted to be cool girl. We wanted to be liked. I think the emotional suppression of being the cool girl is where I realized I wasn't being my true self. And my Latina people can relate. I grew up with the saying, calladita te ves más bonita, which translates to you look prettier when you're quiet. And I took that to heart. In social settings, especially those dominated by men, I normalized extremely suppressing my emotions, my feelings, because I believed that I'd be more attractive or I'd be liked better if I didn't have an opinion or I didn't disagree with people. In the past, I've literally kept quiet in situations that have caused me great discomfort out of fear of being called crazy, dramatic, toxic, or easily offended. And we also have to understand how this emotional suppression greatly affects women with mental illness. And I think we can all comprehend the severity of not letting yourself feel your emotions. Not only does it worsen your mental health, but it can open the door to intense emotional outbursts in extremely pressing situations. I noticed it with myself. The more I withheld my emotions in social settings, especially in male-dominated spaces, I experienced more frequent emotional outbursts in my daily life. Once I noticed how this phenomenon of wanting to be cool girl, of wanting to always be liked and respected by men, once I noticed how it affected my mental health and encouraged me to be someone I wasn't and didn't want to be, I started to stop staying quiet when things bothered me, to unapologetically and vocally express what I feel like in that moment of discomfort or simply state my opinion and my feelings without the fear of being disliked. Once I started that change in my life, I noticed how my mental health improved. I didn't have as many crying spells or emotional outbursts because I began being honest with myself and others of what I truly feel. And when we think about this concept and its direct link to feminism, we have to remember that feminism is about empowering all women and challenging gender norms that restrict our ability to live fulfilling lives. And the cool girl phenomenon is a reminder that feminism still has a long way to go to achieve its goals. Feminism is not about conforming to a specific stereotype, but about empowering women to be our authentic selves and challenging the societal norms that restrict our own potential. So the reason why I named this podcast, I'm Not Your Cool Girl, is because I decided to start learning how to be my authentic self, unapologetically. I just refuse to pretend to be someone that I'm not. I refuse to be cool girl. And I don't want to try and fit into a misogynistic stereotype that just feeds on the patriarchy. So with that said, take some time to think about this cool girl persona and maybe analyze how you may be forcing yourself to become it, even if it's accidental, because you literally deserve to be your authentic self. 
You deserve to be free and speak up when something bothers you. You deserve to be vocal about what you believe in and what you think it's right. That in itself is your power. And that's a wrap on our first episode of I'm Not Your Cool Girl. Thank you so much for listening to me. If you liked what I had to say today or you didn't like it, let me know and I may talk about it in the next episode. Les mando un besito. Thank you for existing. See you next week.